And welcome back to One Golden Moment, your source for everything Cal sports. This week is a bit of a doozy. We're here to give you a Washington State Cal football recap. Um, I'm here joined by William Cook, one of our senior football writers. Hi, Emmanuel. Thanks so much for having me again. Um, I don't know about you, Will, but this game was not good at all. A, yeah. Maybe maybe some instant reactions before we dive deep dive into what happened on Saturday. Yeah. Um, that's a classic Cal football, like the highest of highs last week, not even the highest of highs, but winning by scoring seven touchdowns is a high certainly for Cal. And then a very low, low this last weekend against Washington state. Um, yeah. It just seemed like a, different team altogether like I didn't even recognize them so we'll get into all of that but yeah my immediate reaction was uh yeah Cal hasn't changed too much from from the Cal we've we've known for the last few years just a quick overview at what happened for the folks who didn't watch Cal falls short big time to to Wazoo in their home 28 to 9 they don't score a touchdown until the fourth quarter Talk to me, Will, a little bit about that Cal offense and what took them so long to get going. Yeah, um, I think the main issue with it was uh, just missing blocks or missing assignments. Like, um, yeah, Washington State got to quarterback Jack Plummer like pretty much every play. Um, there were hardly any plays that stick out in my mind in which Jack Plummer was able to just sit there and throw, which is like what he's good at. Um, Arizona's D line, as we knew heading into that game is just not good. Um, not even mediocre, but subpar. Um, and Washington state certainly had a, a much better defensive line. Um, and then, yeah, just, I think that's what that was the biggest issue. Like, um, couldn't even get Ott going because the running game was just wasn't working. Um, and then in passing, like, either passes weren't even reaching the like, the the line to gain on third down, um, or there were check down passes that were getting you know guys on the outside were just getting gobbled up by their corners. Um, yeah, it's just the offense looked terrible. I think Cal's <clears throat> Cal made it past uh Washington State's 45 yard line like twice. Um, and they scored on both of those occasions. So, uh, yeah, that's I think that's really all it was like the offense just like wasn't getting blocks. So every time, um, someone made a catch or trying to find a hole there was just nothing there um nothing after the catch pretty much um yeah it was it was pretty hard to watch we we've talked a little bit last last five weeks or so about jack Plummer's ability to um to con his ability of control when he has a clean pocket um we definitely saw against wazoo that he did not have as good of control and eventually you know all those hard hits, they came to get him. Suffers, yeah. suffers that right knee injury late in the game. 
leave, leaves the game completely with about three minutes left in the game. As of this recording, we don't have an update on on that injury. But um, what do you what are your what what's your take on on maybe the severity of that? We I know during the during said drive, he goes he goes down non contact to end the drive. What do you what do you think we're going to see from the Cal quarterbacks in the next two weeks? Um, yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. It seemed he was limping around before that kind of non-contact uh, going down. Um, and so he clearly, I don't know, had taken a hit or something. Um, something was hurting him. If he twisted an ankle, I'm not sure. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know what that was about. I don't know if he was in just so much pain, something uh, when he took that step. Um, he just went down. I don't know if that was just out of pain or if that's something bigger. Like, you know, it, I mean, he went down as if he didn't clutch his knee or anything. It clearly wasn't an ACL tear, but um, could have been a tear of some sorts. He went down in a heap. Um, yeah, I honestly can tell you. I, I, I do know that um, Wilcox wasn't thinking straight, uh, in my opinion. Uh, leaving Plummer out there for that long, um, the game was gone. Um, and then to lose the game that way, and then to let your quarterback, who's, um, yeah, pretty much all you have going for you on offense right now, he's very efficient. He's, I mean, his his stats in this game show him as being super efficient. Um, but the offense itself wasn't getting like converting on third down, moving the chains. Um, so like if you have a quarterback like Plummer doing that well, you're down 28 to nine um, or 21 to nine with half of a quarter left. Um, I, I just, I don't understand why you don't bring Milner in, uh, backup quarterback Kai Milner in sooner. Um I mean, he went into the medical tent at one point and came back out again before he finally went out for the last time and Milner came in. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know how severe that injury is. I looking at it, quite honestly, I don't think it's that bad. He was clearly very dinged up and that had to do with the poor offensive line play. Like he made a few throws getting hit. Um I mean he had to. Um and so yeah, he was just dinged up in the end. Yeah, I think you could see the frustration on his face. I would be, I would have been livid if I was um, Jack Plummer in that situation. Like it's like his offensive line was just like asleep, um, and he was getting torn up. So um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Overall, that's kind of um, I guess you could say that's that's our key takeaway from this game: poor, of poor offensive line play. I would say so. Um, just, I don't know, bad scheme altogether. Um, you know, I'm not great at X's and O's. Um, but yeah, when you're not even um, getting, throwing past the line to gain on third and long. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not working out. And um, just in, in replays of, plumber having to scramble or getting sacked or whatever um like washington state would just blitz um 
or not even blitz sometimes. Like I think offensive linemen would just like miss their assignments, like just miss a block. Um, there was one point where like um, Sioape Vaticani, who just had his debut last week, and he played great last week, um, just whiffed on a block. Like someone just ran past him. It wasn't even a move. He just like kind of like missed him. I think he was just too fast for him. Um, it was just bad. Like Plummer had no time. So yeah, it comes down to poor offensive line play. The defense did what they could. Um, the defense is good when you know they can get breaks and like have enough time to uh, drink an entire water bottle before having to go back out again. Um, like I don't even know if they had enough time to like take their helmets off at points. The Cal had five three and outs. Five of their twelve possessions were three and outs. Um, so like if you don't get rest like that, don't only give up 28 after having no rest, uh, and forcing a couple turnovers, like defense did all right. Um, it was, it really came down to the O-line, um, not, not performing. I think, um, I think that's everything to be said about the Washington state game. The run, the run game was unable to, to pick it up. Jack Plummer did what he could under the pressure he faced so let's let's move on to to the bye week right they come off this loss this um this was a game that cal that had they won could have would have put them among the the contenders in the conference uh the ap rankings came out uh this past weekend wazoo gets i believe it was 91 votes to be ranked where does how does how do you think the team approaches their bye week? Um, I think the team approaches the bye week scared as hell about what Josh, Justin Wilcox is going to do to them, um, especially this week. Uh, if you got a, you got a bye week this next weekend, like, um, yeah, uh, I hope he has some pity on them this week. Oh. Uh, those poor guys are probably going to get run to death. Um and yeah and and hear all about it in film. It's not going to be fun film sessions this week. Um, I don't know how he approaches the bye week. I mean, this bye, quite honestly, in my opinion, there's two ways to look at it. Like you get a bye after it, such a bad game, um, like the Washington State loss, um, and maybe that's good. Like you're not heading into another game just shocked and don't have time to prepare um, or work on some things. But I think a bye week in this situation is just awful, um, especially with you got and you got Colorado coming up. If, if Colorado was pushed up to this week, um, Cal wouldn't have two weeks to sit on this like really sour loss. Um, and I, I think that, kind of sourness is going to be on uh, on everyone's tongue for two weeks. And that's just, it, it's not going to be fun. Um, so I don't like, Wilcox has got to figure that out somehow and make sure people on his staff and on his team aren't um, lingering too much on this. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't dwell on it, but I don't see how you couldn't if you have two weeks. Uh, before the next game um so yeah I, i'm not sure what they do i mean 
I would hope he would make changes to his coaching staff. Uh, that's not something he likes to do, apparently. Um, it took a head coaching offer from Cal Poly to get the former offensive coordinator, Bo Baldwin, out of Berkeley, and he was he was just miserable. Um, Cal, I mean, Cal's offense was just terrible under his tenure, especially the last year. Um, and so, yeah, I, I it short of a coaching change, I don't know um, if he can do anything very productive in these next two weeks. Um, he's had six seasons now to prepare uh, his team um, for games like Washington State. You know, to make a to make a serious run at, at winning Pac twelve the Pac twelve North, um, and yeah, she's not getting it done. So the approach to this week is just like the same as always. I'm probably I'm assuming for Wilcox. I don't know what he should be doing, but um, watching film, um, not smiling, <laughs> um, and probably beating the brakes off of Colorado. But we'll we'll get into that. And yeah, you know, you mentioned um, trying to win the Pac-12 North. It's it's even harder to do so now, now that we don't have the North and the South, actually, to to even get the opportunity to compete, to come second place at, at very at the very least, the very minimum is, is second place in the in the conference to to consider a shot at the Pac-12 championship game in December. But um, shifting gears now to um, to Colorado. We talk, You mentioned uh, coaching changes. They've just they they're coming off of a terrible loss against Arizona. They fired their head coach Carl Durrell. They fired their defense coordinator Chris Wilson. This is the second Pac-12 head coach to lose his job this season. You you we talk about being beating the brakes off of somebody who's down on their luck, but in the same sense, but in a different sense, Cal's also down on their luck. How was this game approached in a way that um, they're not that? And how does, let me rephrase that. <clears throat> how does Justin Wilcox have to approach this game so he doesn't get his brakes beaten off of him by Colorado's interim head coach? Well, I think anything, a close game is a loss for Cal. Um, Colorado is all time bad. Um, and so, I think his approach to this is he has to get guys super fired up um, and really like don't play at Colorado's pace. Um, don't play down to their level. Uh, go in and take it by the end of the half, like win that half, blow them out in the first half so that there's, there's not any um, questions about, well, Cal can barely beat Colorado or Cal barely hung in there in the first half and then finally went on to win. Like anything close against Colorado is is uh, a moral loss. Um, and yeah, and, and a close game is something that um, the athletic director, Jim Knowlton, is going to be looking at like at the end of this season. If, you know, getting to three wins, um, getting to, to three and one, um, is not an automatic trip to a bowl game. Um, and so, I mean, if you get to three and one and then finish six and six, um, Knowlton's got to be looking at, 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 a, at, a, at a 
potential close win against Colorado as a almost loss. Like that's just, that does nothing to boost his confidence in Wilcox or the, the direction of the program. Um, and a win's a win. I understand that. Like, um, you know, he's gotta be, everyone's gotta be pleased if Cal wins. Um, but if it comes down to a field goal or like went like, the offense plays terribly, but wins 14 to 10. Um, that is such a bad look. So the approach has to be go in, win the first quarter, then blow them out by the end of the first half. Um, and then there's no doubt about um, Cal's at least being good enough to beat a generationally bad Colorado, like so bad. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about um, – well, let me talk to you a little bit about the Colorado defense. Up to this point, four sacks, one interception, two forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries. These are not stats that are stellar by any means. They have been beaten to a pulp these five games. In each, in each, of, in each of these games, minus their season opener, they've got 40 bombed. So that says a lot. Um, they put a, they allow 43.2 points a game. They allow on average 508.8 yards a game. How does how does the Cal offense? How does this? You know, like, let's go going back to four total sacks. How does the offensive line have to approach this game to a point where it's not a situation where they're looking to? to to stay asleep it's a situation that they want to use to learn and to to continue growing yeah um i'm i mean i think the the priority should be getting the offensive line confident again in their abilities whatever those abilities may be um and so yeah the the goal i think should be um controlling the run game letting ought get 200 plus yards again um or yeah 150 plus um and getting other guys touches too um yeah the the offensive line coach angus mcclure has got a lot of um uh, explaining to do as to why his offensive line is underperforming so badly um especially when you've got a guy like Matthew Sindrick, who's an all pack 12 type player, uh, maybe second or third team, but um, still a great player. Um, and yeah, very few injuries. Spencer Lovell is out, but he wasn't playing great prior to his injury against um, who was it before Arizona against Notre Dame. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I have no idea why the offensive line was just like so woefully underprepared um, for this season. Um, and so, yeah, I guess the approach has to be like win the first half by a lot, like I said earlier, and then um, get other guys in there, get Everett Johnson in there, get Braden Rome in there, um, get Siobhan Vaticani more snaps um, so he can, he can um get some more experience. He's, he's only a freshman. So um, the line is generally young. I think it's a lot of red, red shirt juniors. 
Um, so yeah, get younger guys in there, filter people through, see what's working, like making an experiment, I guess, in the second half, like what's our best rotation, who are our best players. Cause I last, I mean, this last Saturday, clearly that combination was not working. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, uh, a good suggestion would be to, to figure things out in this game. First win, win the first half, and then go on and figure, experiment a little bit. So briefly, before we go into, um, before we go into score predictions and into some discussion about the future of the season, what are your, you, you, you've talked about it a lot, but just maybe in, in bullet points, what are your, what are the X factors going to be in this game that leads Cal to a win? Um, the X factors that lead Cal to a win, um, would be, again, I, I hate to beat a dead horse, but, uh, the offensive line, if they just, if Cal controls the running game, they win this game. Um, like they, Colorado's dead last in rushing defense. Um, they're 131st, uh, two, they allow 294 yards per game, which is, 34 more yards than uh second to last Hawaii. Like they're not even close. I, I, I yeah, it's a terrible, terrible run defense. Um, so the X factor is going to be Jade not and the offensive line. Um, yeah, I, I really do think that's it. Um, and then, yeah, if the defensive line can get a little bit more pressure, um, on their quarterback, um, then yeah, I think that's all there is to it. The the um cornerbacks have been playing well, secondary's been playing well. I mean, um, and so yeah, those are gonna be the big things going into this game. Can you keep pressure off of plumber and make holes for Ott? Um, and can you also just get to their quarterback a little bit, um, get off the field and and let uh Cal's offensive line just control in the trenches uh, just dominate the trenches um and keep possession of the ball i guess um just long drives demoralizing drives against colorado uh those will be the the x factors how important do you think mind you this is um this is a, a winless team but how important is this game in in terms of finding momentum because um, let, let me just read you the schedule after Colorado. Cal will receive the University of Washington and Oregon at home in back-to-back weeks, and then Cal will, then Cal will travel to USC and Oregon State. How important is it to find the momentum against Colorado to be able to go up to to be able to go and beat ranked teams? Yeah, I mean the the game against Colorado is a gimme. Um, so, uh, the only way you're going to get confidence to beat 21, Washington, 12, Oregon, number six, USC, and quite honestly, a very good Oregon state team. Um, you gotta, you gotta blow them out of the water. It's gotta be, uh, a 28 plus point win. Um, in the Wilk, I, I have a stat here, um, is this past Washington State game was the 19th game, Pac-12 game in, in Wilcox's 41 Pac-12 games 
that Cal has failed to hit 20 points. Uh, and they're two and 17 in those games. Um, so this is a game where you've got to put up 50. Um, and to answer your question, give those players confidence going into uh, Washington because um, Washington's defense has been great. Um, I watched their game against Michigan State. Uh, and yeah, Pey- I, Peyton Thorne, the Michigan State's quarterback, has, has been pretty um, – well, he's taken a huge step back from last year. Um, and so is their entire offense, but, but still like Washington was getting to like flying to the ball and, um, yeah, putting a lot of pressure on him, getting sacks. Um, so yeah, a team like Washington is going to give Cal's offensive line hell if they don't figure it out against Colorado, um, or over these next three weeks. Um, so yeah. The, the Colorado game's got to be a blowout for it to be any kind of, of confidence booster. Yeah, and uh, and with that, you you kind of mentioned it already, but uh, give us your, your expert score prediction for this game. Yeah, um, as a Cal student and fan, um, uh, not in my role as a Daily Cal, I would like to think that um, Cal puts up 49 again um, and holds Colorado to 14 or 17. Um, maybe with some garbage time uh, touchdown at the end. Um, I think my final score prediction is, um, let's see, 27 to 27 to 17 or 27 to 14 Cal. Um, it won't be super pretty, uh, but Cal will get, get it done. Um, I'd, I'd like to be proven wrong. Um, if Cal can get past 30, that's, that's great. Um, and if they could keep Colorado out of the end zone for most of the game, that's a win. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be more of a win in the, win in the, uh, um, wins and losses or in the win column. Um, more than a, a moral victory. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with, what did I say? 28 or 24 to uh, to 14. I like, um, I like the realism that the offense won't be able to, to spark something massive. But, um, you know, I think given that Colorado's defense continues to struggle, even under even under a new interim defensive coordinator, I still think Cal is able to put up forty plus. I I think, and at thirteen point four a game for Colorado's offense, I think they don't break, they 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 will not break twenty one, unless it goes into like major garbage time. I think my score prediction for this one's going to be. 5617 because you know we like we've we've talked about the whole recording this needs to be a game where the offense the offensive line can prove they can protect Jack Plummer and they and he puts up massive numbers this is going to be a game where Jaden Knott is able to to make to to punch those holes that the offensive line creates for him 
It should be we, – we, we talk all the time about, oh, this should be a statement game for the quarterback, for the running back, for the receivers. This should be a statement game for the offensive line after having figured it out over the bye week. But um, I think with that, Will, if you have any closing remarks to give on this game, on on Cal's performance. Yeah. Uh, dis- disappointing uh, in year six for Wilcox to, to lose like that. Um, he's been really, really bad in Pac-12 games outside of California. Really, really bad. Um, uh, and th- those are important games to win, obviously. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, it this this season has turned from uh, oh, are seven or eight wins possible um, to let's get to a bowl game first, and then we'll talk. Uh, kind of season so um yeah uh Wilcox is it's it's crazy to to say this after what we thought was such a great week last week against Arizona um but yeah Wilcox has got to be feeling pressure again just as he was last season um that kind of there's a uh, difficult slate of games coming up and he's got to um pull out a few upsets quite honestly if he wants to keep his job um i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't fire him even if he the cal finished six and six or five and seven um just because that seems to be the way this athletic department works they give people a lot of chances that's something wilcox does too um but yeah i mean uh disappointing loss and um it's this one's going to hurt later on in the season potentially if if cal does improve uh that extra win against washington state would have been would have been nice to have um but yeah uh colorado next week or two weeks from now hopefully turn the season around and uh i don't think it will but um yeah and with that will uh, i want to thank you for joining me again on the podcast great uh getting to pick your brain as to why um, our team, our, our beloved Golden Bears do so terrible sometimes. We want to th- thank you for taking the time out of your day to, to listen to One Golden Moment. We'll come back at you next time. Hopefully Cal can, um, can pick it up after the bye. We'll see you then.